0: It is another Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. We have a big time Thursday night football game to preview between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. We also are going to look at the MVP odds and who me and Alex think will win the award. And then finally, look at some teams that may be out of the playoff picture right now that could climb their way back in. All of that and more on a Locked On NFL Thursday. Let's roll. Locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, folks. It's time to get you guys ready for the kickoff to the week 15 NFL Slate. It's kind of <laughs> insane, Alex, but we're all the way at week 15. 15 the season has flown right by but we have an excellent game to preview the Kansas City Chiefs against the Los Angeles Chargers with the AFC West crown on the line before we get into that do want to thank you guys for making the locked on NFL podcast your first listen every day if this is your First ever listen to the Locked On NFL podcast. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. You can find the Locked On NFL podcast everywhere and always free. Also, check out the Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Smash that notification bell when you subscribe so you know when all the content goes live. Bringing you Monday through Friday content during the NFL season. But looking at this matchup, Alex, Kansas City right now is a a three-point favorite in this game, on the road against the Chargers, so where do you kind of, and obviously we gotta mention there's some injury concerns in this game, there are medical concerns with people being out, Rashawn Slater was ruled out, Austin Eckler potentially could be out of the game with injury, Derwin James is injured, look on the other side for Kansas City, a guy like Chris Jones is banged up and, and may not play in this game, so with all the injuries, both these teams are gonna be feeling it, but Football doesn't stop for anybody, as we have seen and as the league has said. So, Alex, how do you see this game playing out? Who do you think comes out on top and why?
1: Oh, man. These are like – this is an NFL fan's Thursday night football wheelhouse. Two young, fun, exciting quarterbacks, young, fun, exciting teams – in the same division, short week, these two during short weeks and during primetime games, the Chiefs and the Chargers tend to ball out. There was uh, there was a game recently over the last couple of years. There was like almost a hundred points scored. These two teams love like I love this. I'm excited. Yeah. I don't care what happens because I know it's gonna be a good game regardless. You see right. the trajectory of the Chargers starting to get a heartbeat again in the in the in the uh, positive mm-hmm. direction. The Chiefs are starting to. You know, supplant the old Chiefs the earlier in the season with the world beaters that we're used to. Uh yep. a three-point favorite on the road is so it's technically a six-point favorite on a neutral site because you get three points as mm-hmm. the home team. And being being a home being a road, uh being a road favorite, you add three points to that. Um, I think this is the Chiefs' time. Justin Herbert will see. I mean, he's got to start winning some games. They haven't lost as many close games as they had last year and the year before with Anthony Lynn as the head coach. Brandon Staley's shown that he's a defensive mind that is going to be around for a long time, we think. I think the Chiefs will win. I think it's going to be high scoring. This is going to be – this is why we watch football. And I think Thursday is going to be an exemplary, um, you know, an exemplary example of that. But I still think an you win. Ex-
0: an exemplary example. That's a, tough a little alliteration right
1: there. on a Thursday.
0: Yeah. Hey, I'm in for that. But I agree with you 100. This is going to be an excellent football game. Uh, we talked about the point spread being three for Kansas City as the favorite, but the over unders 52, and I would smash yeah, the over on that one, which is what we all want. This reminds me of, you know, the Monday night game. Sorry to bring it up here, Alex, as we know that Alex is the host of Locked on Cardinals. I'm sure you're doing all right. But that was a fun football (laughs) game to watch between two good teams. And that's exactly what we hope for this late in the season with these primetime matchups and these good teams as we've kind of sifted through the nonsense of the early middle season. And now we really know who these teams are. But with that in mind, I think we know who the Chiefs are. And the Chiefs are the team that went to the Super Bowl two. years in a row they're playing great football and it's not about the offense for me it's the defense the Kansas City Chiefs defense has been excellent for the last five weeks and Kansas City despite their early season struggles has a really great chance if they win this game to go undefeated the rest of the way and get that number one seed in the AFC it's definitely still a possibility but you know the Los Angeles Chargers could take over the division lead if they find a way to win this game. But for my money, I'm going to go back to my home. Or you could say, my homes. I'm going to go with Kansas <laughs> so City in this game. I definitely do think that, that they pull off the win. And it's just a consistency factor. So Kansas City was playing bad at the beginning of the year on defense. But Steve Spagnola is a good coach. And as we see in the NFL every year, good coaches make their teams get better Throughout the year, they continuously crescendo. You like some alliteration? Continuously crescendo throughout the year, which is kind of redundant if you really think about it. But <laughs> moving, moving past the semantics, uh, anyways, yeah. So I just think that that Kansas City is more consistent right now, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So I just, uh, I guess I count on them to uh, to make make this game uh, consistent. All the way through, I don't see a letdown, but I do see a letdown for for the Chargers in this game. Maybe not a letdown in terms of playing bad, but I just don't trust them as much as I trust Kansas City, I
1: guess. Yeah, and and one quick thing here. The over-under is 53, okay? You've got those idiot, dumbass friends of yours that think they're smarter than you. They're going to hammer the under here like the sharp betters probably will. You want the over to hit just so you can look at your dumb friend in his dumb face and say, "You're stupid." Like yep. that's that's what you want out of this game. You want 150 points out of this game. You want all the touchdowns, no field goals, pick sixes, kickoff returns. This is a sexy of the all the sexy Thursday night matches matchups. Make your dumb friends feel dumber. That's what you yep. want out of this one.
0: And who's not rooting for the over? I I mean, if I can place a bet and also enjoy myself while I do it, then that's going to be the route to go. But if you don't want to necessarily bet on the game or wager on the game, you could still you know, get yourself into the action by checking out Stat Hero. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind. Daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup, winner takes all. And here's the crazy part Stat Hero shows you their lineup before you play, and you hand pick the team you want to face. One on one. This never before seen innovation of fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Euro players clocking odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Euro puts you. In control of your fate with Stat Hero, you are in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy should be one on one. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on for a 100% match. stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply.
1: All right, Locked on NFL Thursday, Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Tyler and Locked on Titans. Thanks to everybody who makes Locked on NFL your first listen every day. Free and available on all platforms. No paywalls here. Zero paywalls, free and available yep. on all platforms. So if you've been following Tyler and myself over the last couple months, you know that we do two segments of more run-of-the-mill content, and then we'll do a, you know, a propositional, a, a what-if third segment. The third segment is going to be fun. Of all the teams out of the playoff picture right now, not one to seven in the AFC or NFC, which team will make the playoffs that is not in the playoffs already. Tyler and I are both going to have a name, one from the AFC and one from the NFC. But first, this is more of a vanilla conversation, I guess. This is more of a straightforward conversation that we thought we were going to have maybe even three or four weeks ago. At least
0: make it vanilla bean, natural vanilla bean. I mean, we got more flavor than just regular vanilla. But before we even get into that, I object your Honor, vanilla is delicious. Using vanilla as an insult, it should be canceled. We need to cancel. Should I call it tofu?
1: Using, it's kind of uh,
0: tofu-ish. I, I would. Is it better? I would accept. I would accept tofu because tofu starts as a, a flavorless chunk of nothingness and then you add a bunch of flavors to it and it absorbs the flavors and then it makes it tasty Alex we are the flavors that will be injected into this tofu to make it delicious so let's get it going go ahead Absolutely. You take the leads on this conversation I know yeah. you have a dog in the race
1: well I do so the, so we're talking MVP odds here um NFL MVP odds bet online uh put out their most recent ones you know earlier today they they've updated the odds and Tom Brady, Thomas Brady is minus 210 to win the Super Bowl uh, to win the MVP. So So let me put this in perspective here. Tom Brady is 650 years old, okay? He's m- pretty much a vampire at this point. He has the bucks at 10 and three, 36 touchdowns in 13 games, 36 touchdowns. That's almost three touchdowns a game. Pretty much is. 10 interceptions. And over 4,100 passing yards. Okay? So he could throw for 5,000 yards in 16 games. Like what we saw before. It doesn't matter if it's 17. We'll see where everything shape out. If he has three good games in a row like he has all year, he's going to eclipse 5,000 yards before this shift into the 17-week stat correction situation. I think I cover the Cardinals, okay? So let's let, let, let's run these let's run this over fast before we get to that. Aaron Rodgers, second at plus 650. Matt Stafford plus 1000. The LA fan base, the LA like tilt from national media is real. He in no way deserves to win the MVP. Get out of here with that. Kyler Murray plus 1400, Patrick Mahomes plus 1600, and are there any running backs or non-quarterbacks? Sure, Jonathan Taylor plus 1800 and Cooper Cup plus 3,300, 33-1 odds to win, to win the MVP. Now, Patrick Mahomes should be higher, in my opinion, number one. I think he should even be above Matt Stafford. Like, Matt Stafford, they've lost to bad teams. They have lost to not great teams. And they haven't played a lot of good teams until they play the Cardinals Monday night. Is the landslide nature of this warranted at this point? Like, the discrepancy between him and Aaron Rodgers is that I mean, is that right? I,
0: I I don't think so, but I understand with with the beginning of the year struggles that the Chiefs had. You know, there's not as much shine on them as we would typically see if they were playing their best football throughout the entire season. But uh, you know, you you look at Aaron Rodgers, and I think a lot of a lot of that is just narrative you know, continuing over. He's had, you know, medical issues and all the controversies and the the I-own-you-to-the-Bears and the Pat McAfee appearances. And I think he's just fresh in people's minds. And Mahomes, because he got so much love for the first couple of years of his career, kind of just gets put on the back burner. I know Aaron Rodgers won MVP last year, but at least from a media narrative standpoint, which we know MVP is a narrative-driven uh, award, which, you know, I'm okay with personally. It doesn't really bother me, but you know, with, with the narratives this year, Aaron Rodgers has just had a more exciting narrative than Patrick Mahomes has. But I agree with you. I think it's asinine that Matthew Stafford is third at plus a thousand and Mahomes is all the way down at plus 1600. I just think that's nuts.
1: I- agreed. Agreed. But I mean, here's the thing. This is Vegas hedging, you know, hedging their stuff. This is betonline.ag hedging their stuff. So Tom Brady's not, you know, even money and they get taken, you know, they get taken for a lot because Tom Brady right now in right. leader of the clubhouse is the best is the best quarterback in football. And he is. And I still think the Bucks are the the prohibitive, prohibitive favorite to win the Super Bowl again. They're the only yeah. team that's done what th- what they did last year again this year. And This is the moniker, and this is obviously getting a little bit off topic here, but the moniker for what Tom Brady, like what portion of the year is for a Tom Brady-led team is when Rob Gronkowski starts catching touchdown passes. Like, you could almost, it's almost as consistent as gravity at this point. Gronk, a couple weeks ago, started catching touchdown passes again. He had two in a game. He's on the field. He's healthy. That's when when it's time. That's when it's winning time. When it's jockeying for position time. Jockeying for playoff time. So, Tom Brady hasn't even shown all his cards yet because his best weapon has been on the sideline all year and everybody's forgot about him. Because you have Mike Evans, you have Chris Godwin, you have Leonard Fournette, blah 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 blah. He's the MVP and it's not close, in my opinion. At least through right now.
0: I I think that's fair. I mean, quite honestly, I'm I'm just gonna be real here. I'm just sick of Tom Brady winning everything. I'm the I'm one of the guys who, you know, as a person who covers the Titans, likes the Titans. I was okay with Brady winning the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. And I was okay with Brady winning his last Super Bowl in New England. I want to be able to tell my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren, oh, your grandpa got to see Tom Brady. He was the best of all time. So I'm okay with the history of that. But now I'm like, God, Tom, you're almost 45. What are we doing here? It's time for something new, which is why I'm going to say this. I think you're right. I think Tom Brady's the prohibited favorite. I don't see anything to knock him off. But if somebody did catch him, I think it would be the guy that got beat by Tom Brady in the Super Bowl last year, and here's why. Like I said, it's a narrative-based award. The Chiefs played bad at the beginning of the year. Patrick Mahomes wasn't playing his best. Everybody was like, what's wrong with Patrick Mahomes? Blah, 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 blah. Well, that was silly, but look at this. His final four games of the year, tomorrow night, or tonight, Thursday night football, big stage against Justin Herbert, who beat him the last time these two teams played. Go in to Los Angeles, beat Herbert on his own field, look good doing it. Then a 425 matchup against the Steelers in week 16. That 425 window has much more attention on it, and the Steelers are a very popular franchise that people tend to pay attention to. After that, a big game on January 2nd against the Bengals who are a very frisky team that could be battling for playoff position. So a lot of eyes on that. And then finally, another four twenty-five game against the Broncos. If the Kansas City Chiefs, for some reason, went out, went all four of those games, and Patrick Mahomes looks awesome while doing it, and they take the number one seed in the AFC, I think it is absolutely possible that Patrick Mahomes could get his second MVP award and catch Tom Brady. Do you have any dark horse candidate that you think could catch Tom?
1: No, it sounds no. so dumb <laughs> but no I mean no no you know okay no be right, it'd be, it it'd be, know? yeah no it'd be fun to be you know to be um you know prognosticational to make up a word to prognostic, just to think like you know you know yeah sure Justin Herbert if they win the division and then they win the you know and but no no it's Tom it's no because the thing is the room for error for Tom Brady being a stand-up quarterback in a pocket is much less slim than guys that are running all around and throwing interceptions. And, you know, the margin for error is, is much more razor thin for them to make mistakes than it is for Tom Brady, where he's just picking defenses apart and having tea parties behind the line of scrimmage. So I yeah, think that, I, you know, and this and the floor is so much higher for him. It doesn't matter what the ceiling is. He's not going to be the best quarterback ever. And I kind of refute a little bit. I'm like, you know what? People are going to miss Tom Brady when he's gone. Appreciate it. Appreciate everything that that droid is doing. You know, he doesn't have blood in his system anymore. I'm sure he gets transfused with, you know, liquid tofu or something to keep him going even more than blood can. (laughs) Appreciate what you're watching. Appreciate greatness. I try not to get bored with it.
0: Well, especially when you consider that he plays the Saints on Sunday night football. If he has a good game in that game in prime time, they have a game against the Panthers, a game against the Jets, a game against the Panthers to round out the year. There's nothing on there that's going to make Tom Brady look bad enough for him to lose the award. So I am with you. It does look like he's pretty much got it sealed up with a good performance against the Saints on Sunday night football.
1: For sure. All right, so let's wrap up here on the other side. Which non-playoff team right now? One in the AFC and one in the NFC will make the playoffs in their respective conference because it is 13 teams deep in the AFC and about 11 teams deep in the NFC. It's gonna be wild. It's gonna be a wild finish to the 2021 NFL season. We'll get to that. Tyler taking back the reins first. One thing, and I will give a shout out to my co-host on Locked On Cardinals, Bo Brock, who has been on the stance socks bandwagon for. About a, about a decade. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? He goes, You haven't heard of Stance? They're our new sponsor. I'm like, No, he's well, and he explained them to me. Stance is incredible. They're an incredible apparel company. So they, they pretty much reinvent socks in kind of a radical way, underwear and active apparel as well. They've got a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of, of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self expression. Because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. So, let, let me just rattle off some of these names that they have uh, under the stands brand. Um, Wu-Tang Clan. Um, the Office. So, those two. You know, two peas in a pod. I guess Michael Skarn may have something to say about that. I don't know. Uh, Batman. The Goonies. Star Wars. Harry Potter. Disney Marvel. Bob Marley what stance apparel items do does my, cause I'm going to speak for Bo Brock. Cause he has, he has the Michael Scott. He's got the Wu-Tang clan. I think he has, uh, he's got uh man. What is it? Oh, he's got baseball ones. They're, they're all over the place, all over the place. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in that. Those who feel good, do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com. and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code locked on at checkout to apply enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with stance and a life that's going to be very ordinary in in Bull tyler in my opinion is the over in Thursday night's matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and Los Angeles Chargers go to betonline.ag they'll take you they'll take good care of you over there they've got you covered for all season they got covered you they've got you covered all season sweet mother um more props, odds, lines than ever before. They've got the streamline interface that we've talked about. There, it remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to our new updated, uh, head to their new updated desktop or mobile device to sign up today. Receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On. Again, go to the website or use your mobile device to receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On. Bet Online, where the game starts.
0: Well, we are going to cap off this Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast, as we always do every week with a conversation that's, uh, you know, a little pie in the sky, a little fun. Let's just uh, break it down and have a good time. And we're going to talk about the teams that aren't currently in the playoffs that we think could make a push to get in, we've recently talked about teams we think that they could come back and win their division. Any kind of dark horse candidate you could think of. So now, what team that's out of that playoff picture could make their way back in? And Alex, I'm going to go first to let you recalibrate after that <laughs> betonline.ag ad read almost <laughs> took you out.
1: Uh, so for me, we do so that- many, man. I got to change it up every time. You know, they're not going to yep. be perfect.
0: Absolutely. Understandable. Uh, And a team, speaking of not being perfect, a team that hasn't been perfect this year, uh, that is currently not in the playoff or playoff picture, I guess, in the first top seven seeds that I think could make a push actually sits at 13th in their conference. But I think that they could make a push for a wild card spot. And that team who I hated on earlier in the year and said they could have the worst next five years of any team is the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins sit at 6-7 and right now, and here's their final four games. The Jets. That's a dub. The Saints. The Dolphins should win that game. The Titans, and I would know better than most, the Titans absolutely... Could lose that game. They would love to lose that game to the Dolphins unless they get Derrick Henry back because things are bleak on offense for the Titans right now despite a 20 to nothing win over Jacksonville because Jacksonville is a barely a college team. Uh, and then <laughs> the Dolphins end the season against the Patriots. The Patriots could have the number one seed wrapped up by then and be sitting some of their key starters giving the Dolphins an easy opportunity to win at home. The Dolphins are at home for that game. So that is four incredibly winnable games. Miami is on an incredible hot street right now and they could just keep that going all the way towards the 7th seed and I'm not going to lie to you, as a guy who covers the Titans, I would love For the Dolphins to get that seven seed and for the Titans to get to play them again in the playoffs in the opening round, I think that would be ideal. But that's not what this is about. This is about which team who's not in the playoffs right now could find a way to make it in. I'm taking a big swing, going with the 13th-ranked team in the AFC right now, the Miami Dolphins, who sit at 6-7. and I do think they could go undefeated in their last four, go 10-7, and and get the final wild-card spot. What team are you picking?
1: Uh, We're doing AFC and NFC, right? Uh, or are we doing one overall?
0: It's up to you. I, I could get an All NFC right. team in there if needed.
1: All right, no, let, let's do it. I'm going to move to the NFC, and I'm going to take the 13th-ranked team in the NFC. And it's the Seattle Seahawks, man. Like, Russell Wilson's back. You know, they're not going to be as good, and you know, they're not going to be what they once were. Jamal Adams is hurt now. But you still have Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, when healthy, is a top five quarterback in this league. I would take him over all of the young bucks. You know, Justin Herbert. i take him over Lamar Jackson to win a game. You have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. You've got, you know, your rock star movie uh, quote here with running backs. Doesn't matter who they are. And you have Bobby Wagner. The corners are fine. If they have to put up 40 points a game, they can. They can win ugly. They can win sexy. We've seen it constantly over and over and over again. I think there's going to be four NFC West teams in the in the playoffs, and Seattle's going to hit that seven seed. I they're only one game out. Like I I would I want to see the numbers at BetOnline.ag for the Seattle Seahawks to make the playoffs. If there's a line there, because I would put a little cheese on that for sure. So I'm taking the Seahawks. Mm. Huh?
0: That's uh, Absolutely hilarious. As the man who gets on here every week and uh, uh, forecasts the Seahawks' demise and doom for you to after change this season and. After this season. Okay. Well, that would be uh, definitely an interesting way for them to end the Russell Wilson era with a a magic run. But I agree. You know, as he gets healthy, Russell Wilson is still an elite quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. When he's healthy, he's one of the top five or six quarterbacks in the entire NFL. And those dudes can always lift the people around them. They've found some money here, finally, with Rashad Penny, who had a fantastic night and knocked me out of my fantasy football playoffs, which I know all of you guys care so 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 much much about so i had to just make sure that you all were informed so you weren't worrying about My fantasy team going forward throughout the weekend, but all seriousness, <laughs> Russell Wilson is absolutely awesome, and if he is fully healthy, which he looks like he is the way he was throwing the ball last week, I'm with you there that he could absolutely lead that team into a playoff spot. They only have eight losses, so they could finish the year 9-8, and eight. and with the jumbled up mess that is the NFC, there's definitely a possibility for them to do that, but that's going to do it for our Thursday show. We previewed the Thursday night football game, we talked about MVP odds and who could make a push to overtake the Android, Tom Brady, and we talked about our Dark Horse playoff entries that are kind of sitting at the end of the playoff bubble right now, but we're going to pass you off to a Friday group with Chris Carter and your boy Q, so they can get you even more ready for the Week 15 slate, but that's going to do it for me, that's going to do it for Alex, thank you guys so much for joining, subscribe on whatever platform you do stream, and that's going to do it for us.